And somehow in that conversation, I mentioned the word online and he just like freaks out. He's like, online is the tree of, of knowledge of good and evil and this and that. And I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. What, you know, he's like, yeah, they, there's some horrible things that, that you see online. And I'm like, you know, I try to explain and I'm like, you know, bro, if you're, you're freaking out over nothing and you're making me even more suspicious because like, what would you say if like a cop pulled you over? You don't even know what, it, what he's pulling you over for. Maybe he's just randomly pulling somebody over. And, you know, you start the, you start freaking out and saying like, you know, uh, oh, no, no, I don't have a dead body in my car or something like that. You know, obviously he'd start to, you know, be, <laughs> be like, I'm checking the trunk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. like, you know, don't please don't check yeah. the trunk. There's nothing there. So I'm like, you know, wait, like to, to, to be honest, it's like the any good institution. It's like if you say you're doing your, your own personal research, they should they should encourage that. And, you know, the fact that he did the complete opposite, I'm like, all right, now it's not just some like benign group. Now there's something, now there's something they're trying to hide and everything like that. Today, I'm interviewing another member of the World Mission Society Church of God. Uh, this particular member has asked that I would not reveal his name, and so he will be referred to as Flagman, which is, I think, his YouTube name. Uh, and so this member is from New York City. He was a part of the World Mission Society Church of God for a few months. He, um, and I think he did a really good job that, that you'll hear of, of not really letting the WMSCOG push, push him around, I suppose. And um, he... he push back uh, from day one, ask questions, did his research in spite of being told not to um, and being warned about, you know, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and all that. And so, uh, yeah, this, his story is, is interesting. Um, again, he wasn't a, a long time member as, as many of those that we interview are. Um, but I think he, he's a good example of how I think more people should respond when approached by the WMSUG or even members who are um, a part of, of, of the group and have been for uh, a long time, I think there's something you can learn from how he related to the WMSUG from day one and how he, you know, thought critically about everything he was being taught and everything that the WMSUG leadership was trying to get him to do. And he never just swallowed everything they were telling him and telling him to do uh, without you know, thinking about it critically, asking questions, and making sure that what he was being told was the truth. So as always, um, if you can like and comment and share uh, this video and then subscribe to the channel if you feel so inclined to do that. Um, also wanna say thank you to those of you who have jumped on to uh, the monthly Patreon recently. Uh, really appreciate that, that's a huge help in uh, helping me to continue to make videos like this. And so, yeah, with all that said, I, I hope you enjoy this interview. All right. Well, today we have Flagman with us. That's obviously not his real name, but um, this is a former member of the WMSCOG who's asked for his name to remain anonymous. And so, um, Flagman, thanks for joining us. Thanks for be willing, uh, being willing to share your story. Um, and also this is uh, kind of doing something a little bit different today. Um, I asked Kelsey just kind of uh, probably an hour or two ago if she would be willing to come and, and help out with this interview. 
Um, I've been doing a lot of these, and so I thought it might be fun to mix it up a little bit if, if Kelsey joined in and, and also has some questions for uh, from her own experience as a uh, former WMSCOG member. And so, uh, yeah, thank you both for joining. And uh, Flagman, thanks for being willing to share your story. Thank you. Glad to be here. So how long were you um, in the WMSCOG? And Kelsey, if at any point you have something um, pop up that, that you want to ask, just go ahead and interject. Sure. Sure. So from, let's say, July of this past year to we'll say October of this past year. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, uh, I, you want me to get into the story of how I got in or? Yeah, go ahead and share. So you were in for a few months. So what what was it that um, drew you into the group and, and how, how did that all kind of take place? Okay, so basically what happened was um, I was taking the bus and, you know, somebody said, and uh, she, she was, you know, kind of just mentioned, you know, oh, you know, you interested in uh, any Bible studies or anything like that? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, it can't hurt to, to learn something new, experience something a little different or whatever it is. She, she told me about the, um, uh, about the, the church and I'm like, yeah, sure. She actually gave me a website, the WATV website. And in hindsight, I should have actually, you know, did a little bit of research on that and did a little bit of research, you know, outside, but I was like, yeah, sure. You know, they seem, you know, harmless enough, cool enough and everything like that. So it was her and her brother. In any case, um, they were like, um, you know, uh, they have to do a certain number of studies to advance. And I'm like, yeah, sure. seems, you know, like a chance to learn something, experience something, whatever the case, uh, whatever, you know, whatever it might be or whatever it is. So, um, you know, they, we go back and forth and, you know, um, try to arrange a time and, you know, like, can we do it online? And they kind of like, oh, maybe better in person and everything. So I'm like, all right, let's figure out a time to do it in person. So I meet and I go to, to the physical, uh, this is the original, I guess, an actual church building and everything like that. And, you know, everybody seems whatever, kind of relatively nice, relatively normal and everything like that. Now, the one thing in, in, uh, actually the one, the, the other thing, one quick thing to mention, she did give me the link to, to the main church website, watv.org or whatever it is. And in hindsight, I should have looked through that and looked through the, um, you know, did some other research on it, but I was like, you know what, let's, let's, you know, try it out. Nothing, nothing bad could really happen and everything. And, um, so I, uh, so when, when I get there and everything, there's actually a third person. Now these two kids are, you know, let's say 18 years old or so. And there's another one who, actually is the one conducting the Bible study who is, I don't know, let's say late, late twenties, give or take. And, um, so the first one, if I recall correctly was, um, like which day is the Sabbath day? Is it the, the, um, is it Saturday? Is it Sunday? Or is it like any day as long as, uh, as long as, um, you know, as long as you're, uh, as long as it's the same day or whatever it is. So eventually they go through some verses. And the one thing that I'm like, I'm like, honestly, I've never did any kind of Bible study before. I'm like, wait, are you supposed to just randomly be like, you know, jumping back and forth between verses and everything right. like that? Like, you know, or I thought you're supposed to like read it as a, as a book or whatever. Yeah. So, um, the next one is something like, you know, get baptized as soon as, as possible. And, um, they kind of, 
basically the long story short was they're like uh yeah the spirit's name is is um the so uh the, the name of the, the the father the son and the holy spirit so you know the son is obviously jesus the name of the father i'm like i don't know i think i vaguely remember i'm like i don't know what's his name and they're like jehovah and uh you know which you know later a little bit research and a little bit of you know past uh you know, um, you know, past religious knowledge. I'm like, wait, you know, isn't it, couldn't it be Adonai? Couldn't it be Yahweh? Couldn't it be like, you know, aren't there a bunch of other names? And, um, but in any case, you know, and then they're like, and the name of the Holy Spirit is, is Christ on Sung Hung. And I'm like, I don't know. Well, I guess if you were right about Jehovah, I guess you were right about, you know, I don't know, I guess somewhere in there. So, uh, you know, they go, they, and the one thing, you know, the one thing that, and again, it kind of shows the fear from the beginning is that they're like, um, uh they're like well now that you know now you're like obligated yeah. to to get baptized or whatever it is because the um the you know somebody on the other side of the planet or whatever it is who never heard of it it's like well they're not really held accountable because they didn't know but now you know i'm like right you know that that seems kind of weird because it, it's like wait, wait you know just give you a little piece of knowledge and then just hold you accountable for so much over the little piece of knowledge doesn't really make sense but whatever that's 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 how it goes so Yep. You know, we yeah. do we do some more um, some more studies. I think one was like the Savior of each age. One was one was um, I don't know. There, there, there's there's a few of them or whatever it is. But um, I think that they have like a list of fifty like official ones that um, that that they go through. I know like number forty nine is like the tithing one, which uh, you know I never did, and you know, thankfully they never managed to scam me out of any money or anything like yeah. that. But um, so uh yeah so we we go through the through the thing and um i'm actually about to at that moment i was gonna go on on vacation so um you know i go on vacation or whatever it is oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah i forgot the next so that was on uh that was on a friday the next day i i go in and um you know they're like oh you can come and and visit and obviously everybody knows they have the three they have the morning the midday and the afternoon and the the evening service so i come in for the morning service stop by you know and every, they they uh they're like okay here's a new member and everything like that so they do the whole we love you we love you and everything um so i hang out there for a little bit i do i think one or two more studies then go home um you know then head out you know for vacation or whatever it is come back and you know they actually they were in, they were they were kind of like nudging and pushing to to try to you know stay in contact during the vacation and i'm like no i'm not no the point of vacation is to like relax and you know minimal contact with the thing with you know people you know from you know that i that i know and meet new people experience new things i'm not going to be you know tied to my phone doing bible studies during a vacation that's not happening so um you know i come back and you know they they get back in touch and they, they say like, oh, uh, you know, so how are you doing and everything like that? And keep in mind, I live in on one side of the city. That church was on the other side of the city. I just happened to be like in that area for some other reason and everything like that. But, um, you know, they were like, oh, uh, you could come. And I'm like, I'm not coming in, you know, that that's too far to do on a, on a, on a consistent basis. That's not sustainable and everything like that. So, uh, you know they they find a, a house church that's uh that's nearby and um they you know they put me in contact with the deacon over there we kind of coordinate and everything we do a couple more studies and um you know in the meantime just keep in mind that the, the 
one of the first things I did when I went home, I'm like, you know, who is this Ansung Hong guy and everything like that or character? I don't even know if it's a per I, I was like, you know, is it some language, you know, that means Holy Spirit? Is it like, you know, a title? Like, you know, like Christ doesn't necessarily mean, you know, like the, like a last name. It's like, you know, it's like a title that means like savior or whatever it is, you know, or, you know, is if he was a person, was he a good person, bad person? You know, I don't want to be involved in anything, you know, with like a Jim Jones type of, you know, where everybody commits suicide at the end, you know? Uh, so I'm like, all right. So I do a quick bit of research and everything like that. And I'm like, all right, seems, you know, fair enough and everything like that. So, you know, we're going to the, to the services and every, to the, um, to the studies and everything like that. And, you know, some of them are, most of them tend to be on, on Tuesday and, and Saturday nights. Cause that's when everybody else is, is there. But, um, the other thing is I'm like, honestly, I don't feel comfortable praying in this, this new character's name or whatever it is that I'm like, you know, why exactly, you know, I get the, you know, they're kind of vaguely talking about it's because of prophecy. It's because of, you know, um, you know, a whole bunch of other things. And I'm like, you got to be kind of specific. And then they kind of like jump around with some, some Bible verses and everything. And, um, you know, some of the things make sense. Like some of it is like, but not even, not even from their perspective, like the fact that the concept that there could be a God, the mother is like, all right, well, you hear about mother nature, mother earth. Um, you know, I'm like, I guess, I guess it's possible that, you know, God could take a female form, but you know, like I could take any form, I guess. Right. But, um, you know, the, especially I'm like, all right, you know, if we're going to be using a new name, let me be 100 percent sure that this is the right name to be using. And, you know, I kind of, you know, starting to get uncomfortable. And, you know, the fact that they're kind of beating around the bush that they're like, yeah, we'll get to it when you're ready. I'm like, we'll get to it when you're ready. And so. Um, um eventually what happens is that you know i i give them a a quick call and i say um hey, look you know i'm interested in in and keep in mind I, at that at this point i still don't know how to actually study the the bible it's like i'm i'm like all right i guess you're still supposed to do it but you know by bouncing around between verses and trying to you know uh use them to support a thing and i think they pointed out a, a part with you know from the book of isaiah that says well the bible itself says that you know it's a book of prophecy and it, it says um uh read read this from the book of the lord not one of these will fail to pass but you know and in hindsight i look back at it and i'm like you know because that's one of the things too that it's like from, from jumping around and one of the good things is that um you know, I kind of got more interested that I'm like, wait, wait, you're having me read two lines. Hold on. Let me read the whole story. This sounds kind of interesting. Right. No, no, no. We got to jump to, you know, Corinthians and we got to jump to this one. and We got to jump to that one. But, um, you know, I go back and I read it and I'm like, wait, this is a book about, this is a, a passage about, you know, some animals taking over some, some war, you know, some, some land that's been destroyed or something like that. And now it's being taken over by animals. This isn't like a cross reference to the, to the Bible itself. That doesn't, you know, but, um, yeah, in any case, so so I, I call up and I'm like, look, I'm still generally interested in, in your your uh, your uh, studies. But, um, you know, just keep in mind, I'm, I don't feel comfortable associating as far as being part of your religion and everything like that. Like, I'm interested in learning it like academically. But and somehow in that conversation, I mentioned the word online and he just like freaks out. He's like, online is the tree of of knowledge of good and evil and this and that. And I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. What, you know, he's like, yeah, they, there's some horrible things that, that you see online. And I'm like, well, the only thing that I had heard that I had, you know, 
was uh, something about like some sex trafficking. But then I did a little bit of further research and kind of the way it sounded like was like, all right, it sounded like they were doing some preaching at night and, you know, they kind of weren't like overly, overly, whatever, overly aggressive or whatever it is. And like, come get baptized right this second. And, and you know, the person kind of, you know, freaked out and, you know, thought it was, you know, that they were trying to kidnap her or whatever it is. But, you know, okay, that was a misunderstanding. But, you know, other than that, I didn't see or hear anything like horrible or whatever it is. So, you know, I try to explain and I'm like, you know, bro, if you're, you're freaking out over nothing and you're making me even more suspicious because like, what would you say if like a cop pulled you over? You don't even know what, it, what he's pulling you over for. Maybe he's just randomly pulling somebody over. And, you know, you start, the, you start freaking out and saying like, you know, uh, oh no, no, I don't have a dead body in my car or something like that. You know, obviously he'd start to, you know, be <laughs> You're like, I'm checking the trunk. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, don't, please don't check yeah. the trunk. There's nothing there. So I'm like, you know, wait, like, to, to, to be honest, it's like the, any good institution, it's like, if you say you're doing your, your own personal research, they should, they should encourage that. And, you know, the fact that he did the complete opposite, I'm like, all right, now it's not just some like benign group. Now there's something, now there's something they're trying to hide and everything like that. Like, and, um, you know, keep in mind also, in the meantime, I was also, you know, you know, honestly, a lot of, you know, atheist videos and things like that and other, you know, Mike Winger and some of the more traditional, I guess, for lack of a better term, you know, uh, Christian, uh, you know, interpretations. And I'm like, all right, let me see. Let me balance some interpretations. Let's get all the different ones. Let's see what everybody else thinks. And, you know, yeah, the Sabbath. OK, yeah. Multiple people say that, you know, the Sabbath is Saturday. OK, fine. That's that's legit. You know, um, you know, other people. OK, they interpret it, you know, you know, uh, you know, one way, some interpret a different way. I mean, the whole thing about, you know, the baby goat and the mother's milk, there's like so many different, you know, one is like, well, that means you need to keep kosher. One means that, you know, it's like, don't mix like, you know, fresh sounding truths with, you know, what's really supposed to be true. One means, you know, don't offer like a sacrifice of plants and mix in like your last year's thing. Don't take like the old stuff, mix it with new. There's so many different, and I'm like, all right, well, all right, you know, let me decide for myself what kind of seems the most reasonable and everything like that. But if you're like, nope, you know, we need to take our own and, you know, we're the only ones who do this, we're the only ones who do this. I'm like, all right, now you're, you're just starting. So for, for one reason or another, I kind of, I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit of a pushover or whatever it is, but I kind of, I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll do a couple more things, you know, after calming him down and everything like that. So the next study, what he tries to do is he tries to begin the study trying to show a video of, um, well, first, all I saw was like a green, like a person and like a green thing. And I thought it was like, all right, tree of good and evil. I thought it was like, you know, going to be like the snake talking to Adam and Eve. But it turns out it was like, you know, some some uh, some kid who's like um, uh, he does some research online. And then, you know, he calls up the and actually, to be honest, it felt literally right off that script that, um, you know, the, the kid, you know, sees some stuff online and he calls up the the pastor or whatever it is and says, like, hey, I'm I'm. Uh, um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna attend because I see some stuff online and the guy talks about is, how Jesus was a, was considered a cult the, leader. Mm -hmm. Sorry, is this, is this the cartoon video, Kelsey, that he's referring to? Um, so I think this kind of, I mean, because I left four years ago, so this sounds kind of like it might be a newer video. It might be an updated one. Yeah, because like, uh, I know towards the end of my time there, they started to add more and more like animated videos um mm -hmm. to explain certain concepts so this sounds very familiar to this video that they used to have called put on the full armor of god 
where it's, it's basically they they say that you know yeah again the internet is a tree of knowledge of good and evil but it sounds like this one is like they're applying it to like what because that, that's what people do is they'll go online search the church and then they'll say like to the the person that they're keeping in contact with in the church saying hey i don't want to study anymore because i saw this and this so it just sounds like an okay. updated video to me yep. yeah so was that the was that the topic of it then that was it basically their way of trying to scare you away from looking online anymore pretty much but it completely backfired because i'm like all right now now that you're so freaking out now i see that you're actually trying to hide something because i was looking online and i was like i said mixing it inspired me to take you know different points of view and mix you know and just kind of absorb it and try to navigate my way and see what you know what makes sense what makes sense of this world what makes sense of religion mm -hmm. what makes sense of Christ you know what makes sense of everything and um you know but um long story short yeah i i can i can actually send you the videos if you want but um the um uh what was i saying um oh, you have the videos yeah yeah oh yeah definitely yeah okay and you All know, right, cool. one, one thing I want to add to, because I think it's 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 kind of funny, is that um I've had people tell me that they hadn't even the only reason that they came and searched Great Life Studios on YouTube is because the church told them not to. So <laughs> really? it's kind of it's kind of ironic that the church says don't look online or you know don't don't go on YouTube because they're actually driving the people to do that. It makes them more suspicious. Like you said, like, mm -hmm. you know, what does the church have to hide that they're not, uh, they're, they're so afraid of people going online and looking. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah, like I said, up until that moment, I'm like, yeah, you're harmless. And going online was just a general thing that I was doing, but you know, and not to mention when they say go online, it's like, you know, we use the internet for literally everything. You know, they, right. they stream their zoom services to the, you know, the, 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 the the three the three the church you know things on, on every saturday they stream that to, to youtube they stream that to the thing obviously the internet in general what they mean is don't use it to look about religion don't use it to look up the church but again the whole the whole thing doesn't really make any sense but um yeah so i go i'm like all right well me whatever i uh i'm i'm like all right well i'll, I'll still you know i don't think i'm in any physical danger or whatever it is so i'll still go go back and uh you know finish the the studies and everything like that or continue with them so uh the next one and actually i'm kind of glad that i did because it was like daniel's prophecy and you know basically they're like you know all this the beast with the seven horns and this and that is is uh is the, the catholic church basically you know is how they they uh they say it and everything like that and then the, the other thing that I was kind of keeping in the back of my mind, because by that point, I'm like, I'm strictly like robotic, academically trying to learn and trying to like avoid the whole spiritual part of it or whatever it is. But, um, you know, uh, I'm like, yeah, this history book that they're using, it's like, you know, I should be able to verify everything that they're saying, not just the religious part, but also the history part. And I kind oh, of when you when you mentioned a history book, did the book have a name? Honestly, I don't remember. It probably did, but I don't. I don't remember to be honest. Okay. Yeah, but it was, um, you know. But it was basically it was like you know they would kind of flip back and forth to specific portions, kind of like how they do with the actual Bible. But they would kind of like it would be like highlighted, and they would say like, uh, "Oh, uh, this kingdom was the kingdom of gold, and this kingdom was the kingdom of silver." Which, in hindsight, you know, I, I did some more research on that prophecy, and it's like they're kind of thinking of where. You know, the guy talks about media Persia, 
but then all the other ones he can't name. So they're like, well, they say it was written before all this, but it seems like it was written sometime after Media Persia and sometime before, you know, um, you know, sometime before the rest of it because he couldn't name Rome and couldn't name all those other empires. Right. But yeah, um, yeah not to mention what you bring up. Yeah. Yeah, not to mention everything about gold and silver is like subjective. It's like, yeah, the the future historians two thousand years later call it, you know, the kingdom of gold, kingdom of silver. But I don't know, were the people at that moment calling it the kingdom of gold and, and silver? I don't, I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, and you know, long story short, I found out later that you know, and again, a lot of the things that they say, we're the only one who does it. We're the only one who does it. We're the only one who does it. It's like. You know, I was, I think, um, Matt Dillahunty or whatever it is, who's like a former Baptist who turned into an atheist. He, he, uh, he's like, you know, I was a Baptist and I thought that all Catholics were going to hell because that's what, you know, Revelation Daniel said. And I'm like, all right, so you guys obviously aren't the only ones who, who think that way. And um, the whole thing that, about, yeah, you that's, know, uh, that's a good point that I actually haven't even ever thought to bring that up. But I think that's, that's one of those assumptions like, that Christians don't keep Passover and that they're the only ones who keep Passover, but yet there's many other groups that keep Passover. And that's kind of another example that there's, there's other groups that will um, with even within Christianity that will look at revelation and interpret it the same way in many cases that the WMSCOG does and, and make some of those same applications. I don't agree with, with much of how, um, both of the, those groups would interpret it. But um, anyways, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point that you um, kind of noticed that. But one thing, one thing I want to point out too with that is that for like, cause I was baptized around 2007, you know, you know, around 2007, 2000, I would say about 10 it, you know, they were very like adamant saying, you know, the Passover was abolished in 325 AD from that time until the time of Ansang Hong Passover had not been kept. An Sang Hong, he was the only one who restored the Passover. They taught that until people within the church, you know, someone had, had you know, looked it up and saw, wait a minute, Herbert W. Armstrong from, you know, another church, he, his church kept the Passover too and before An Sang Hong. And so like, and then that's when they started changing their rhetoric that, oh, it's not just whoever brings the Passover first, it's that they have to bring it from Korea and it has to be brought from like 1948. You know, so that's when they started changing their doctrine a little bit. But, you know, like a lot of the WMSCOG teachings, not only Daniel, Revelation, but a lot of their teachings are highly leveraged from other churches. So mm -hmm. Adventist Church, Baptist Church, um, you know, just their understanding of the Trinity and the modalistic view. That's like hundreds of years old. You know, so a lot of their teachings are not their own. The ones that are unique mm -hmm. to them, actually, Ansang Hong never actually taught like the ones about like jerusalem mother heavenly family earthly family you're never going to see any of those sermons in any of his sermon books in any of his truth books you, you don't because he didn't teach them they either came from kim Ju chol or they came from um suin or somewhere completely different you know mm -hmm. but they didn't come from mm -hmm. on Hong. so their their teachings are highly leveraged right yeah absolutely mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it's, you know, everybody thinks that they're unique until because you're living in your own like glass 
house and everything like that. And it's like, you don't look out the window and, and see that every, you know, there's other people doing the exact same thing and you're not quite as special as you, and which makes sense. Cause ultimately what, you know, uh, Ansan Hung was baptized into a, into a Baptist church. Wait, no, no, sorry. A seventh day Adventist church. Right. And so logically it would make sense that he would take some of the seventh day Adventist beliefs. And then if he's mm -hmm. studying the Bible on his own, well, look, there's so many different interpretations that, you know, you mix and match and yeah, eventually you're, gonna get to a point where it's like, oh, nobody mixed and matched exactly the way, the way, uh, the way yeah. I did. So I must have come up with something new. And if you convince enough people to, to believe you, then you have your own religion, which to me, you know, that it's like, that's not even necessarily my, my problem with them is that more so the, the whole secrecy thing and, and the whole, you know, hiding and the whole, uh, I don't know, some of the, like, like I'll put it this way. So uh, a couple of months later and everything like that, um, you know, I was like, you know what I was thinking about? I'm like, well, you know what? There's so many different interpretations. I don't know. I'm not going to judge whether their their interpretation is, is right. I mean, I don't out of all the ways to interpret the Bible, I think that theirs is, you know, looking into it, not not the right way. But I'm like, whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, all right. Yeah, that whole thing about the Internet being the tree of knowledge, of good and evil, that annoys me. And then just some of the things that they're they're tactics and everything to try to get you in are, are so like i'll put it this way there was one time that i repeatedly said like i'm like i have an important test on this day and you know they would be like you know well are you coming are you coming this day and i'm like no i already said no i already said no and then even the day after the the, the test and everything like that they just kind of blindly texted me and they're like um so uh are you coming we could pick you up and i'm like bro bro i'm like I don't know, 50 miles away and, you know, just coming back from the thing, I'm going home and I'm going to sleep. No, I'm not going, you know, and, and part of it too, it's like, I, I don't know. I think they kind of attempt to calibrate based on how much they think you're, you've bought into it already. Like for me, like some of the, some of the things that people, um, that people say, that they kind of convinced them they never like like they never said like oh uh to me anyway they never yeah. said um you know oh uh keep the keep the sabbath or you're going to to hell or keep this feast or keep that feast or you're going to hell and i'm like well probably because for me i'd be like all right well looks like i'm going to hell because i'm not you know that's it i'm going to work and i'm not keeping this this feast with you sorry guys like you know but, um, you know, I could picture I, it wouldn't be so hard to imagine that, you know, somebody who's kind of already shown themselves to be a little bit more committed, they kind of like jump in and, you know, the whole tithing and everything thing, like, you know, I could picture, you know, are you tithing? Are you this? Are you that? With me, it's like knowing that I was busy and had enough other stuff and was kind of just doing this as a separate, you know, whatever, spiritual investigation, whatever you want to call it, you know, I think they kind of attempted to adjust it but you know even some of the things that's like and i told the the other person that in the church and I'm, i was telling them about my experience and everything like that and i was like you know whatever you guys believe i don't i'm not going to judge you for what you believe but you know things like like for example i i taught a lot of the members how to play how to play chess and um you know it's one of the things that you know hopefully you know if any of them leave it's like well no keep the good stuff you know if you learned how to play chess you learn how to cook and everything that's fine you know let, let's you know be positive and everything like that but you know uh for example they knew that i like chess and everything like that so like come here you know we're gonna you know have some food we're gonna have a chess board and you know they said the words we're going to have a chess board so i'm like okay i don't have to bring my own and then we get there and they're like oh yeah sorry we don't have the chess board and i'm like bro you're so in, in a rush to get me to come 
literally all you have to do is say, bring your chessboard and I'll bring the chessboard and we'll, we'll play chess, you know, and you know, some, one of the other times that, you know, um, the, they won't, they wanted to do a, a Bible study and they're like, Oh, it's a secret. No, no, no. You'll love it. You'll love it. And that God, the mother thing with, you know, that whole back and forth of revelation and the bride and Galatians and this and that, like I did that like three times. I did it once when I did it the first time. I did it a second time when they said, "Ooh, secretly we we have this, you know, you're gonna like it." And then the third time they it was again. And I'm like, guys, keep if you want me to advance in in studying with you guys, you gotta listen to me. And when I say, you know, I I want to know what study we're doing, it's for a reason. It's not that I'm trying to be a jerk or whatever it is. I want to know because we probably covered it already like that. And you know, in hindsight, a lot of the you know. You know, some of it, it's like, yeah, I, you know, whatever it is, I did learn about their theology, but some of it, it's like they have like two or three studies that are like the same thing back and forth about how important the Passover is. Like, yeah, I get it. The Passover is important, but, you know, uh, you know, you don't have to have two or three separate lessons about it. Like, yeah, we get it. But um, so, yeah, I told him about all that. And actually, I'll give you a little bit of background about my name. I told him about a, a story that, you know, I, I learned at work of. There was a railroad worker who was, uh, you know, um, they said, oh, the track is closed at 11 o'clock. And, you know, his boss kind of told the crew the track is closed at 11 o'clock. So or one of the tracks was closed. You know, some of the other tracks were still live and everything like that. So they're walking back and forth or whatever it is, you know, setting up the flag so everybody can get in. And um, they see the work train go by. So the guy's like, OK, well, they said the track is closed at 11. The work train is here. You know, all right, let's, uh, you know, and while crossing that track that he thought was closed, the track was actually live and a train came and, and killed him. And, you know, that's the way that, that I told him, I'm like, you guys can't rush and force and pressure people and give out little tiny pieces of information and expect me to take everything as true. Like I, you give me a piece of information and I'm like, okay, is this true? And so as a result, is everything else true? And everything takes time. You can't just say, okay, well, I'm just going to rush through and, and uh, you know, assume that literally everything that you, you're saying is right. It's like, yeah, the part about the Sabbath. And again, that's why they, that's one of their first lessons because they want to show like, yeah, this is like legit, but you know, you have to, you have to do your own investigation. And if anybody's rushing, if anybody's rushing you or discouraging you about any outside sources or anything like that, that's, that's not good. And then I told him even, you know, uh, there was um, an investigation about, you know, they're like, uh, and that's one of the things too, that kind of, you know, rubbed me the wrong way is me from, I don't need the Bible like to tell me that I'm pro-life. Like to me, it's like, I just need to open up a biology textbook and know that, you know, uh, uh, you know, a, a fetus is, is basically the first stage of a, of a human development and everything like that. But, um, you know, basically both of them, the one in the house church and the one at the main church that I ended up, you know, you know, contacting, they're like, oh yeah, you know, the Bible doesn't really say anything about that. And as a matter of fact, you know, the Bible has some pretty nasty, you know, stories about, you know, killing pregnant women and dashing babies and against rocks and things like that. But then, you know, there's also, they, they probably also ignore the parts that, you know, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the God doesn't like people who kill innocent lives and, you know, shed innocent blood and things like that. But in any case, it reminds me of that story of, um, I think Diane Sims and Ron, the, the missionary or whatever it is, that are like, oh yeah, we were encouraging people to to have abortions and everything like that. And I'm like, wow, of all the reasons to 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 have an abortion, that's like way down like the that's like the dumbest reason I can think of, you know, to you know, and, and 
that's one of the things that it's like, you know, everything that you think that, that God is telling you to do, it's like, you have to think, is it actually God that's speaking or is it voices in my head? Or is it like the devil himself? Cause you know, they say even the devil can, can, can masquerade as an angel of light. Like you think that you're, you know, you think that you're preaching something that God wants. And then you're like, wait, you know, wait, wait, hold on, hold on one second. Do you think that that God who loves his creation and loves us and doesn't want us to kill people and this and that he would want me to, to kill my baby, to, to preach, you know, some wait, wait. And then like, you know, th that type of thing, it, it, it's like, you have to just think and everything, everything that you do, it's like, you know, if they said, Oh, you know, kill this person because, because he doesn't believe or something. It's like, wait, wait, hold on. You know, he would want me to show love and kindness and respect and everything like that. Would he really want me to kill somebody or something like you know, but, um, yeah. And then, uh, so, so basically after that, I kind of saw that, that, you know, I wasn't going to get anywhere and even trying to convince them to be less cult-like and everything like that, that's not going to work. So I'm like, all right, you know what, let's, let's get this out there and everything. And, you know, it's not slander if it's true. It's not like, you know, right. you know, it's like, this is my experience. Like I said, there's good stuff, you know, they, you know, the, the, that come out of it, you know, they teach people how to cook. They, you know, in my case, you know, we, we taught people how to play chess and everything like that. You know, you take out the good stuff out of it that you can. And, you know, the, the stuff, you know, if, like if you don't want to be sexually immoral and however you define sexually, okay, then if that, if that's what inspired you to do that, then, you know, good. But, you know, all the bad stuff has to go. I mean, you can't just let that bad, those bad elements and those bad practices remain in the church. That's not good. So what was it then? It sounds like you um, were probably uh, quite quite a frustrating member for them to to have around. And, and um, I would almost assume that maybe they had a, a sense of relief when you when you left, which which I'm saying that as a compliment, um, because you just you sound like you didn't really let them uh, manipulate you a whole lot. And you, stood and up you didn't for just. Yeah, which is great, and and you didn't just immediately swallow everything they were telling you, um, which which I think um, everybody can learn from. But uh, what what was it though that kind of made you go from still sort of giving it a chance to saying you that you were just done with it and leaving? So honestly, it was kind of taking a moment back to reflect on it because what happened was that after that that call where the guy said oh the the tree of knowledge of good and evil after that we had a couple more bible studies and you know one of them was like you know the catholic church one and everything like that and after that i just went on vacation and i'm like you know what i'm gonna relax i'm gonna do a little bit more investigation i'm gonna whatever and um you know uh when i came back it's like you know he was like you know texting me you know and uh after that, I, I wrote him an email and I said, you know what, like I, I thought about it, I relaxed, I thought about it. And, you know, the way I phrased it was I'm like, I'm, I'm suspending my, my Bible studies with you guys in, indefinitely. So, you know, if you guys change your attitude and everything, maybe I'll come by and stop by. But until that that happens, you know, that's uh... and the other thing is, too, even some of the some of the, um, you know, just some of the other lies and everything that they said, like they're like, um, um, oh, uh, and it's one of the th those things where it's like, if you want to be generally vague and have a prophecy that's like generally vague, that's one thing. But if you want to talk like specific things, um, 
they're like, oh, well, Einstein, Einstein was very religious. And then I look it up and I'm like, Einstein literally wrote like a whole letter saying like the God of the Bible doesn't make any sense. And, you know, I'm a humanist and, you know, I'm not really sure. What, and then he's like, oh, and Stephen Hawking, Stephen Hawking, like literally said he, he was an atheist. So it's like, you know, if you're going to say like smart people are, are Christian and smart people believe in God, that's one thing. But, you know, if you want to say specific people and then that's wrong and then you don't want me to go on the internet to look that up that it's wrong then then no that's right you know, so that was that was they even have a video in the church where they show examples of scientists who it's actually a common like cult characteristic that's something that that a lot of cults do is that they will like you know say like oh this scientist or this scientist or this one you know they all believed in god to kind of legitimize that you know the I mean, I don't know if you ever sat through a subject called the Bible is fact in the church, but they, they use it to legitimize themselves. And so, um, but the church, the, the World Mission Society definitely has a video where they have like, I remember at least Einstein, I think Isaac Newton too, you know, and said that, oh, these people believed in God and, you know, they were scientists. So science yeah. and the Bible goes together. So I, I have to be honest and say that even as an evangelical Christian, uh, you know, it's been uh, a number of years, probably 10 or so now, but I, I I would be taught similar things as that. And I would even have times where I would sort of use that as um, as evidence, whether for myself or for other people. And so, um, yeah, they're, they're not the only ones guilty of that sort of just bad sure, yeah. argumentation or, or reasoning, but... Yeah. And, and I, that was actually, and again, that's kind of where the atheist perspective comes in that, you know, some of the things like, you know, they said, okay, we're going to use it. Yeah. I did actually sit through that, that, that lecture of, you know, um, the Bible is fact. And the, they said, um, what was it? Uh, and it's over. And, and actually this is a good point that their preferred method, their preferred, um, Bible translation is the NIV. And, you know, I'm like, all right, well, I don't know what's the difference between all these things. And, I saw I remember seeing some chart where they they said like okay the king the King James Bible is like the more literal translation and the NIV is like it assumes that they probably meant this so like in the book of Job when they use the NIV they say oh and God was sitting on the sphere of the earth but you know I did a little bit of research and everything like that and the literal translation of the the Hebrew word which by the way is one of the things I got to start actually writing down like you know w what i learned and where i learned it from i'm you know i started keeping notes you know a couple of days ago and everything of you know all the different sources and everything like that but um the uh that basically says like in the book of job it's a it talks about a circle so it's like well could it mean like the projection of a circle where it's like if you you know a sphere if you look at it from any angle is a circle but it could also literally mean a circle like a plate or you know a, a frisbee or something like that so Okay, so that's ambiguous at best, and you can kind of, you know, uh, yeah, that you could like kind of twist it up and everything like that. But you know, the thing about um, it mentions something about like there's fire inside the earth, but mm -hmm. I don't know, did those, didn't the ancient people have like volcanoes and everything like that? Like, so you know, some of the, um, you know, it, and again, some of it, which is again something that, you know, is not a unique teaching to them, but the way that they phrase it and everything like that. And, and this is another thing too, that when they're teaching you, and I don't know if any other groups do it too, but they'll kind of try to, they'll do like 
Ooh, ah, yes, brother, yes. That's the end of the day, the right biblical day that we can see is Saturday. <gasps> like, you know, I'm like, you, you can Yo, you got the WMS accent down great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. They do have the accent, yeah. And they'll kind of set you up, too. Hey, hey, real quick, I need to jump over to my uh, work call. So I'll be, yep. I'll be back once that ends. That's okay. Yeah, just go ahead and jump back in, and if we're still going, um, okay, then we'll cool. we'll let you in. Cool. All right. Nice cool. to meet you. If I don't see you again. <laughs> nice to meet you. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Yeah. Right. So, um, sorry, were you saying something there that? Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, the, you know, part of the the manipulate, you know, was there that accent and everything like that of being all dramatic and everything. Right. But um. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's like, you know, I, whatever your mission is, it's like, you have to think, it's like, am I going about this in the most honest way? Because, you know, it's like, you know, you shouldn't be lying. And, you know, if you want somebody to believe it, it has to be a genuine belief. If you convince somebody, it should be that, you know, you're genuinely convincing them, not just kind of like, you know, lying by omission or, you know, things like that. Because actually, that was one of the things, too, that um, everybody, you know, we hear the word Ansang Hong, Ansang Hong, Ansang Hong. But I didn't actually realize until I went on that that second vacation and everything like that, that they believe that God the Mother is an actual physical person. And I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. I've been in here so <laughs> long and you guys never bothered to mention that you believe, you know, which probably I would have left right on the spot if, if I had heard that. But yep. that yeah. you believe that, yep. you know, yeah. Heavenly Mother is an actual person living in Korea. And, right, right. you know, I'm like, wait, wait, I shouldn't have to be this far in. I get maybe after one or two studies, but, you know, I shouldn't be like this far in and, and be just finding out right now that you know, yeah. some crazy belief and everything like that, that, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and that's one of the things, too, that it's like a lot of the things that they question kind of like, I'm like, yeah, that's a good question. Let me, it kind of had me evaluate everything like spiritually as far as they're like, well, you know, uh, uh, they, they, when Jesus came, he was considered a cult leader. And then, you know, the Bible kind of doesn't really say that, it, you know, uh, that he was there and everything like that. So I'm like, all right, let, let's go all the way back to the beginning. Let's go figure out, you know, if the Bible leads to Jesus. Let's go figure out if the Bible is actually true. Let's go figure out. Let's go, you know, investigate everything. Because now I'm like, it's mm -hmm. like by, by trying to lead me in one direction, you know, me, I'm like the the bull that's like flipping out and it's like no 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 i'm going completely you know my own way and everything which is a good way in a way that i'm that i'm happy with and everything like yeah. that but you know in hindsight you know um yeah yeah they 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 try to coerce you into one particular way and and you know a lot of people unfortunately you know fall for it yeah absolutely so what do you think it was then initially that that drew you to this group and and i can't remember if you mentioned that specifically yet but what were you um in sort of a place of just wanting more uh to your spiritual life or um looking into that more or or was it just kind of out of the blue that you you got involved in a church to be honest it it was like it was out of the blue, to be honest. I was like, well, it's a new experience. And yeah, I haven't really had any real religious experience. So let's, you know, give it a shot. Because the other thing is too, like I said, it, I, I was just thinking it was going to be a couple of studies and, you know, um, it ended up being something a lot more than that. But um, yeah, I wasn't really looking. It just kind of popped up across and I'm like, all right, let's see where this goes. 
Yeah. So, so what was it then about, about the group that um, was making it compelling enough for you to continue to stay in, even in spite of it seems, it seems like you had red flags going off from the very beginning and it seems like they didn't stop until you left. Um, and so what was it that was still in the midst of having those questions and concerns still making you want to stay in? I think part of it might've just been the, the community aspect that it's like, eh, well, to be honest, like I, like yeah. I said, I kind of felt uncomfortable. Like most people probably, you know, like the whole, you know, we love you and the love bombing and everything like that. But honestly, that kind of made me a little bit uncomfortable, but I'm like, you know what? I live in a relatively isolated part of the city. And um, I'm like, well, you know, I can hang out with some people and everything like that. Obviously I have my own family and everything like that, but mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's a little bit more, I think that might've been more than, more than anything. Cause Honestly, after 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 I left and everything like that, I'm like, all right, well, you know, I can play chess with, you know, my coworkers at work. I can hang out with people at work and, you know, uh, you know, figure it out and everything like that. But, um, yeah, I think it was more just the sense of just having people to, to talk to and everything like that more than anything. OK, so was your family aware of your involvement in the group and what what were their thoughts about it? No, they weren't actually. Actually, it was only after the thing that uh, that I had told a couple of my, uh, well, I told some of my family members and everything like that. And I said, moral of the story, if if anybody says the Bible is, oh, the Bible makes it clear. The Bible doesn't make anything clear. So you know what you got to do? You got to, if you're interested in a study, read the Bible for yourself. Honestly, what I, what I started to do is I, I started you know, I'm like, this is taking a little too long. I started reading like spark notes, like, you know, that high school website and everything like that. Yep. And I'm like, you know what, let me read it by the book. Like, let me see. Okay. The book of Genesis, what's that about the book of Job, the book of this and like read it as a story. And then I can go in and look at the individual lines and verses and see what they mean and everything like that. But honestly, I'm like, honestly, there, there probably are some just standard, you know, uh, you know, Christian, you know, Bible studies that don't mean any, any harm or anything like that. But I'm like, you know what, study it on your own, read it, you know, you can go on, you know, some, you know, different, you know, uh, YouTube channels and everything with different interpretations and everything like that. Honestly, the, and that was one of the things too, that, you know, they, they were kind of insisting. And, and actually that was one of the things that, um, that I had asked them and they kind of like brushed around it. But I said, I'm like, look, honestly, a lot of my college classes, I learned more from like a 15 minute, you know, YouTube video on differential equations than I did in, you know, an hour and a half lecture on, on that particular, you know, topic or whatever it is, you know, why don't you guys have those 50 lessons, have them, you know, in a YouTube format and everything like that. Cause they do have a YouTube channel, but it's like literally they just keep uploading their sermons and there's like 5,000 videos and everything like that. And I'm like, just organize it. You got 50, 50 lessons, put the 50 lessons in. And then, you know, from there you can kind of link to other videos and everything like that. But, um, you know, they were like, well, I, and again, the, another, another thing that kind of, you know, annoyed me and everything, but, um, they were like, well, it's like the secret recipe to Coca-Cola and, you know, we don't want people to take it and manipulate it. And like, if anything, it makes it, if you make it public and say, no, this is our view, then 
at best, you can, you know, if somebody tries to say, no, no, this is, you know, tries to like twist it up, you say, no, this is the video and this is the lesson that we teach. Like, don't twist up the lesson that we teach. This is the lesson that we teach. But, you know, in hindsight, that that's one of the things also that if you put it up, yeah, that's your official position, but then you can't change it or it makes it harder to change it. So, right. right. Um, yep. yeah. You're yes. going to get called out on it if you do change it. Exactly. And now, nowadays, yeah. now that everything can be, you know, archived and everything, it's, yep. it's like, all right, you know, from two years ago, even if you pull it down, somebody's probably going to find your old version and, and, and call you out on it. But yeah, no, I, I told him, I'm like, you know, look, you know, I, I wasn't, other than, you know, occasionally hanging out with those people or whatever it is, nobody really saw any different difference in my behavior or anything like that. But, um, okay. you know, I, I told him, I was like, you know, look, the moral of the story, you know, study the Bible on your own. If you want to go in and now that you have your own solid position, because that's the other thing too, that it's like, you know, they kind of take people that are newbies and kind of like form them into their position. But, you know, if you have like a solid, solid position, then, you know, you can go in with an open debate and, you know, yeah, a lot of people don't change their mind and everything like that, but okay, this is your interpretation. Da, da, da. Okay. Well, I think this should be interpreted this way. Okay. And then you have a nice back and forth. And then you're actually learning and maybe maybe even convince them if you're solid enough in it. But, you know, if you're a newbie and everything like that, just study it on your own. Try to get some kind of foundation. And then and then if somebody wants to give you a study, then you take them up on that offer. But so it's one of those things that it's like, you know, way back in college, I and again, I tested out the Amway and it was the same thing that it's like I came across something, as, you know, somebody kind of invited me. And the thing was that, you know, they had like a money back guarantee. So at the end, actually, I, I took them up on that thing and, you know, I'm like, all right, give me my money back. But, you know, the same way I'm like, all right, you know, this is what it is. I did the research. I did the math on, on Amway and I'm like, all right, the only way I can make money is by scamming people. And I'm not, even if I do believe that I'm a, a master, you know, con artist, I'm not going to, I want to make an honest living and everything like that. So, okay, more multi-level marketing, all that's like a, you know, business, financial cult or whatever it is. This is a religious one. I don't know. Maybe there's a political cult or whatever it is, you know? So I'm like, all right, let's, you know, spread the word and, and not, not let people fall into these things. Cause the one thing that no cult member ever says is, hi, you know, join my cult and everything like that. Like, you know, every, that's the whole point that, you know, they, everybody's so isolated yeah. that, you know, they don't even realize that they're, that they're in one until you, know, you have to look at it from the outside. Yes. So is that is that sort of why then you reached out wanting to share your story and wanting to come on is just to kind of be another voice of of warning and reason to tell people to um, watch out for this group? Was that kind of your motivation behind wanting to do this? Exactly. Because like I said, it's like I even reached out to them and I'm like, look, you know, your beliefs, whatever you want to believe, you believe that. But, you know, the fact that you're isolating everybody, the fact that you're discouraging people from, you know, thinking for themselves and looking up their, their own things, you know, that's, yeah. that's not, that's not right. Yeah. Yeah. So where kind of has this, do you feel like impacted your um, overall perception of religion or, or more specifically Christianity? And uh, has it, has it given you like a negative taste in your mouth for the whole thing or, or kind of what are your thoughts about that having come out of this group? Yeah, honestly, it did. Because, you know, there's a saying that it's like the one way to make an atheist is to have a person just take the Bible and read it like, like a book and everything, which is kind of what I've been doing. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like, you know, kind of, you know, I'm still open to the possibility of, of a God and I'm open to, 
you know, is maybe Christianity is right. Maybe Buddhism is right. Maybe this one is right. Maybe that one is right. Maybe it's a mixture of the, of the, of the, of the two or whatever, or of multiple, you know, uh, religions or, you know, what, what come, you know, all these things of near death experiences. You have people, well, you know, it's, it might be a hallucination. And, you know, maybe if they were brain dead, the inside part, you know, the, the, the EKG or whatever it is, the text, the outside thing, maybe, you know, maybe there is life after that. Maybe there isn't, you know, I don't know. I can't say what, what is or isn't. So I can't say definitively whether one group is right or wrong or what portions are, are right or wrong. I mean, the one kind of crazy, you know, call it, you know, venting or crazy or whatever it is, but you know, that the whole thing about, you know, the, the, the Catholic church and that they believe that it's the devil making them worship the devil. And it, it, when they think, they think that they're worshiping God, maybe a lot of those old Testament stories, it's like, you know, uh, maybe it wasn't God that, that commanded them to do all this killing and this and that, you know, because what would be the best way to make God look bad if, you know, you do all this killing in his name? Yeah, then, then God looks bad and everything like that. Maybe some parts of, of the Bible are true and some parts aren't, you know, and so I'm kind of enjoying the process of exploring all that and, you know, well, mm -hmm. I'll figure out what, where I have to go from there and everything, but... Um, yeah, so um, what... What would you say? And this this will probably be my uh, final question, and then I'll I'll let you answer this, and then share any final thoughts that that you might have. Um, what would you say to people that maybe are considering joining the World Mission Society Church of God, or or to those that are still a uh, members in the group? Well, I I put it this way: the <sighs> Uh, well, to people who are joining, I'd say I, I give them the same advice that I that I gave my my family members and everything like that. That you know, if anybody invites you for any kind of Bible study, read the Bible for yourself. Try to develop your own opinion, and then you can kind of work with it and and you know you know develop your own opinion from various sources and everything like that. Take little bits and you know however you want to immerse yourself in it. You know, you do that. So. And then if you want to come back and, you know, join it for the sake of community or whatever it is, then you could do that and everything. Or if you want to have a, you know, back and forth debate, you know, one of those like apologetics where you always see like Mormon versus Christian or Mormon versus Catholic or Jehovah's Witness versus Catholic and every, you know, if you want to do it like that, then, then, um, you know, you could do it like that. But honestly, don't, don't let them take advantage of you being naive. You got to build your own knowledge up before you depend on somebody else to, to, to give you the, the knowledge of scripture. But um, to anybody who's currently in there, I'd say, look, like all these questions that you're having, all I can say is that the, 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 tree, the internet is not the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Like if you have a question, you know, and just, you know, go online and, and look it up. I mean, you know, don't be afraid to take different points of view. And like I said, you know, not everything necessarily might be right. Not even necessarily what you think or what I think might be right. Maybe there's a, another person who has like a, the right answer, or at least maybe a, an answer that might be satisfactory for that particular person that like, okay, that makes sense. I think I could live with and understand that, that interpretation or whatever it is. But, um, you know, that, that, that's the real thing. Like they, their big problem is information control and trying to block you off from information. And that's one of the things that you can't, you can't let them, you can't let them do. So if you're listening to this and you have it, it's like, I'm not saying that they're the right group or the wrong group or whatever it is, but don't be afraid to, to do your own research. That's, that's the big, the key, the key thing.
Yeah, absolutely. And I, yeah, I think um, kind of going back a little bit to before that, you know, I think it's incredibly legitimate and makes sense that you would have a, a bad taste in your mouth for religion or, or maybe more specifically Christianity after being in a group like this. Um, I do think though, that in my experience, even, even being where I'm at with many questions and many concerns of my own, I still have seen um, a stark contrast between the world mission society, church of God, their um, just their methodology and how they evangelize, how they tr attempt to grow um, and how they handle the Bible. Um, and, and even just in their, uh, the character kind of that they, they um, walk out in response to the Bible. So I've seen a, a stark contrast between that and what I think are better, more rational, more um, even biblical um, ways of, of examining um, Christianity and, and interpreting uh, what it's all about. And, and so, yeah, I think, um, I just think it's, it's, this is something that can be a good push to uh, do exactly what you're saying to kind of try to figure some of it out on your own. And um, yeah, I think if, if um, the Bible is what it claims to be, then, and God is who the Bible says he is, then Jesus says, ask and you'll receive, seek and you'll find, knock and it will be open to you. And so that should be true. You shouldn't need an organization or, or a, uh, you know, a, a, even a pastor or a leader to, to dictate everything that the Bible means and, and how you have to interpret it or not. Um, at, at the expense of, of your salvation, as, as many of them will, will say, um, you know, God and the Holy Spirit are, are capable of revealing and teaching uh, on their own without uh, needing somebody to, to tell you exactly what to believe and how to believe it. And so, yeah, I think this could be a good push to do again, what you just said, to just kind of get a foundation for yourself. And I think that's, super important, um, uh, especially related to this. Oftentimes the, the ones that they uh, really get a hold of are, are people that just don't really have any history with the Bible on their own. They don't really have any personal um, understanding of it. And, and even when um, they might even want to, but um, even when approached by these people initially, you know, they, a lot of those who don't have a prior knowledge of the Bible, rather than, you know, going away from those initial conversations with, with members, uh, rather than doing what I think they should do, which would be to go back home and, and kind of look into the Bible personally, uh, examine it based on, um, you know, context and his, history and, and all that, rather than just eating up what, what you've been told, um, yeah, I think many people don't do that, but that's hugely important to do. And I think would save a lot of people from getting wrapped up um, in this group for and losing, you know, decades of their lives, which many people have, unfortunately. Uh, so, yeah, I think I I hope more people will will kind of have the obstinance that that you seem to have from day one in this group and just not not immediately swallowing everything that was being told to you, asking questions 
pushing back, um, not letting them just walk all over you. You maintained your autonomy, it sounds like, throughout uh, this, most of your experience there, which is just great. And I think that's a great example of how, whether it's this group that you're being approached by or any group um, that you should, uh, yeah, walk walk that experience out. So, um, yeah, any, any final thoughts, any final things that you would want to share? Not really too much. It's just the other thing is, too, that if you leave or once you leave, make sure to take a step back and just evaluate everything, you know, period. Don't be so upset at them that you just like, no, I don't want to never look at the Bible again. And, you know, or, or the opposite that, you know, like one of the things, you know, um, that it's like, you know, you go to it because one of the things is too, that, you know, they baptize you in the name of, of the wrong person and everything like that. So, you know, don't go running around looking just for any 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 baptism or any church that's like okay well they must be any church can be better than this because well i don't know i don't know there might be churches that are that or there probably are a lot of churches that are, that are worse and everything like that but you know just kind of everything take your time you know the same thing like i i said with the story and everything like that of you know like when you're working around railroad tracks everything everything has to be done precisely and carefully and and methodically and everything like that so you know always make sure to you know, judge, judge where you're at and decide what, you, what you need to do. Don't let other people, you know, determine what the, what the course of action is that you need to take. Ultimately, you're the one who needs to decide what do I know? What don't I know? What do I think I need to learn? You know, how should I go about doing this? That's, that's the main, um, that's the main thing, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate you coming on, being willing to share and, and doing what you can, playing your part and helping uh, hopefully bring other people out of, of the WMSCOG or preventing um, others from getting too entangled in it. So thank you. You're welcome. Have a wonderful night. <laughs>